Well, hello and God bless. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of the day it is where you are. Thank you for joining us here at the Ministry of a Love Outreach. My name is Dave Nelson. Um, going to do something a little bit different today. Um, we are a Bible teaching ministry um, based in Arizona here, but uh, today I'm going to do something a little bit different than just my normal style of Bible teaching. Um, received some questions that I'm going to go ahead and uh, answer. Well, one question today that I'm going to go ahead and answer. And um, the question comes in from one of our listeners. And his question is, what makes Christians believe that they are the only way? So what makes Christians believe that they are the only way? Well, I've compiled some notes here to discuss that question. And I would start off by saying that the lives of true, born-again Christian believers are rooted and grounded and founded upon the Bible, which we believe contains the living Word of God. That's what a Christian, a born-again Christian um, believes the Bible is. It's the Word of God, the living Word of God. And the Word of God has power to change us from, you know, within, deep within, our innermost being, our soul. That's the power of the Word of God. It's powerful in that way. It cuts deep within us to change us at the very core of our being. This is what the Word of God does. So through this experience, right, our lives are made new to where old things pass away and we become born again through the living Word of God, right? So we have this sure foundation upon which we stand upon, you know, as born-again Christians. Now, to kind of just drive that you know, make that point a little clearer to you. I'm going to read to you from the New Testament book of 1 Peter chapter 1. And I'm going to go through a few verses here and uh, just talk about them a little bit. But it goes right in line with how I'm starting out answering this question, what makes Christians think they are the only way? Okay. In 1 Peter chapter 1, um, in verse 18, it says, Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers. Now, let me pause right there and just expound on that real quickly. Because, you see, there are many people, of which I was once one, that you grow up in, in various traditions, right? They may be familial traditions, right? religious traditions, like those of certain denominations and such, you know, whatever church or whatever group you might have belonged to um, or you do belong to. And, uh, and within these traditions, there may be certain things that you, that you follow. Uh, in some cases, people will bow down to statues um, or medallions or they'll, they'll follow certain leaders of the church or certain doctrines, right, that you, that you might um, follow or adhere to, 
right? And that would be your denomination or your religion, whichever the case may be, right? But the Apostle Peter in the letter of First Peter is pointing out that traditions are nothing in comparison to what the Lord has done to redeem us as his people. And the New Testament constantly focuses all of our attention on Jesus. And Peter goes on in verse 19 and says that we were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He says, speaking of Jesus, he indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest or appeared in these last times for you, who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. So Jesus, who existed before the foundation of the world, made the way for us to come to God. There was and is, according to the word of God, no other way to come into a a right relationship with God. It's Jesus and Jesus alone. Then in verse 22 of 1 Peter chapter 1, he says, Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart. So that verse tells us that, again, the true born-again believer, now I'm stressing the born-again part of this because that's what Jesus said, you must be born again, okay? But the true born-again believer has had their souls purified by obeying the truth, obeying the Word of God, obeying the commands of Jesus, obeying what is written in the Word of God, the Bible, okay? And as a result of that, that verse goes on to say that as Christians, we are to love one another from a pure heart, okay? And how did we get that pure heart? We got that pure heart by obeying the truth. So people that are obedient to the Word of God, people that are led by the Spirit of the Lord, these are the sons and the daughters of God. These are the children of God, those that truly obey, right? Because when we consider a question like this, uh, what makes Christians think they are the only way? You know, I'm sure there's Christians that, you know, people that call themselves Christians, at least, that don't come across in a loving way. They might come across in an arrogant way or a prideful way or a I'm better than you kind of way. I'm sure that that exists, right, amongst people that profess to be Christians. But the true Christian is the one that is obedient to the Word of God, and their souls have been purified as a result, and they love one another. They, they, that's what they, they're like Christ. They're Christians in the true sense of the word, okay? But how is it that a person is born again, though, right? And how is it that they have purified their souls? What truth is it that they have obeyed? Well, verse 23 of 1 Peter chapter 1 goes on to say, having been born again, there's that term that you hear me using a lot, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through 
the word of God, which lives and abides forever. So there we see the importance of the word of God. We obey it. And as we, um, you know, we're, our souls are purified, we're born again through the word of God, which lives and abides forever, right? So the, that experience that causes a person to be born again of the spirit of the Lord, it again, it comes about because they decided to be obedient to the word of God. What does that take? Starts with repentance. You say, I'm no longer going to live in my way. I'm no longer going to do what pleases me, what's pleasing to my flesh. I'm now going to surrender my life, present my body as a living sacrifice to God, holy to him, right? And I'm just going to give my life to him entirely, right? So you decide that, right? How do you find this out, though? Through the Word of God, the living Word of God. You either read it yourself, you hear it, you come upon it some way, and it goes in and it impacts you. It impacts your soul, right? And so we find in the Bible, the truth, the Word of God, we find that Jesus is the only way. There's no other name given under heaven whereby we can be saved. No other name. It's Jesus and Jesus alone, right? So the opportunity to come to God came, came as a result of God's love. That's how we got that opportunity. It's called the grace of God. You know the scripture, right? John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And then it goes on to say, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So that's why God sent his son. It's it's called grace. It's unmerited favor. You don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. But here's the opportunity. Here's the gift. What do you have to do? You have to repent and you have to turn to Jesus by faith. But According to the Word of God, which again, which is what the born-again person's life is built upon, founded upon, there's only one way, according to the Word of God, only one way that God has provided that we come unto Him. Now, let me say this. Of course, we know that there are many religions, right? That can't be denied. There's many religions, Many different people have come up with many different ways in which they worship their God, whoever their God is, whoever they believe God is, right? And all the people of these religions have the right, they have the human right to believe whatever it is that they believe. Okay, so when we look at the question again, why do Christians think or what makes Christians think that they are the only way, you know, you really got to consider that and say, I mean, personally, I don't want to go around and say, hey, it's my way. This is my way. No, I don't, I don't want to do that. And it's all about what I believe, right? But the Bible does make it clear, again, that there's only one way, and that's through Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. 
Okay, And the Bible also, we see it's clear and we see it in our world around us. That again, there's many different beliefs. And there's many different beliefs of people that call themselves Christians as well. And the reason that, again, that you hear me, I just want to repeat this, but I make that distinction between the born-again Christian and a Christian is because there's so many different sects today that call themselves Christians, okay? So many different religions. But the Bible didn't, God did not send his son into the world to establish religion and say, oh, okay, we're going to have multiple different ways. No, it's very, very clear. There's one way and one way only. That's through faith in Jesus and, be, and being born again of the Spirit, okay? So, no one comes to God but through Jesus according to the Bible, which the born, I, I keep, I'm being redundant here, I know, but the born-again Christians, per, that person, their life is founded upon the Word of God. So, that's where we get our information that we base our lives upon as Christians, Right? And we know that through the born-again experience that happened to us. We came to the Word of God. We, we, we came to hear about Jesus. The gospel was preached to us or something happened somewhere along the way. For me particularly, I just um, I picked up uh, the Word of God and read it, the Bible, and that's how I came to the Lord. Um, but in one way, shape, or form, it's through the knowledge of the Word of God that one becomes born again and through the decision to become obedient to the Word of God, right? Now, of course, what happens with that person is, like I mentioned earlier, old things pass away, all things become new, and that person becomes renewed in the spirit of their mind. The more they read the Word of God, the more they study the Word of God, the more they commit their lives to the Lord, they take up the cross, they put their hands to the plow, they don't look back, you know, they deny themselves. All of these things Jesus said that one must do to come after him and to follow him, right? But of course, what happens in the lives of many people, and I've seen this time and time again with people that I've ministered to, um, is that Satan comes along, and he's the one who kills, steals, and destroys, and he snatches the truth away, right? So that person is born again um, who comes to the Lord. So why do what makes Christians think that they are the only way? Well, if you're running into people that are proud and arrogant, they might, they might they must not be born again. You know, if they're saying, if they're saying to you, going around saying to you, you know, you're wrong, you're this, you're that. They're argumentative. Argumentative. They're they're trying to pick an argument with you, fight with you, whatever it may be. They want to have discussions with you and go back and forth with you and prove themselves to be right. I'm not sure. Well, who am I to judge? But that's not the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, self-control, faithfulness, gentleness, right? When you run into one of these type of people and they tell you about Jesus, well, and if they think that they are the 
only way? Well, it's probably because of what I've pointed out to you here today. It's because a Christian's life is rooted and grounded upon the Word of God, and the Word of God says that Jesus is the only way. Okay? It's not Christianity or your religion or, you know, your denomination or your non-denomination that is the way. It is Jesus that is the way. So hopefully that makes sense. You know, um, hopefully I'm answering that question to your satisfaction. What makes Christians think they are the only way? There might be many things within their mind, within their heart that is, that is wrong, um, you know, in, in the way they approach you or the way they approach others in the world about it. But the truth of the matter is, is that if we point people to the Word of God, we point people to the living Word of God, we point people to Jesus, and we, we point them to repentance and to come unto Jesus themselves, and we point them to the Scriptures, the Word of God that is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, it will go into them and do the work. At least that's my experience. Okay, it came into my life and did a work and continues to do a work in my life. So, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. What makes the true born-again believer know that? The Bible, the Word of God. So, like I said, God bless. I hope that that um, answers the question, and uh, I've got several other questions I've got to get to, to um, take the time to go through and do this kind of thing. Um, let me know what you think, your thoughts. Um, thank you for watching. God bless. And uh, our, our website's on the screen here, aloveoutreach.com. You can contact us by going to that website through our contact form. But uh, we will see you next time. God bless.